Welcome to the In Awe Podcast, where we amplify women and empower a community through the mission and their message. I am your host, Sarah Johnson, English teacher and school principal turned author and entrepreneur, living my own leap of faith on a mission to teach masses. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at at Sarah S.A. Johnson. Be sure to subscribe to the In Awe Podcast so you can join me each week as I feature women who will leave us all in awe of their impact on our world. Here we are in the month of September, and we're kicking off this month's inspirational series on developers with an exceptional guest. Our guiding quote for this series comes from Allie Worthington. Only the people who take learning, growth, and skills development into their own hands will be tomorrow's leaders. You will know pretty quickly why today's guest is one of my favorite people. Keila Dunkerley is the Director of Teaching and Leadership Development for J. Casas & Associates. Keila is also a graphic and web designer for J. Casas & Associates and Connect Ed Publishing Company. She served as a classroom teacher, an instructional coach, and a director of innovation during her 20 years in education and is passionate about using technology to inspire creative expression. Keela is honored to be an Apple Distinguished Educator and was recognized as the Innovator of the Year at the 2021 Pennsylvania Educational Technology Expo and Conference. In this episode, we discuss Keela's developer journey and how it has taken her to where she is today, both personally and professionally. She shares the connection between education and technology in her life and how she uses that to tap into her own creativity. And Keela talks about the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people and the impact that can have on our lives. Keela is such a genuinely beautiful soul, and she gives us a glimpse into that in this episode. Trust me when I say that you will love this lady almost as much as I do by the time we are done. It is my honor to share with you Keila Dunkerley's developer story. Welcome to the In Awe podcast, Miss Keila Dunkerley. How are you tonight? Oh my goodness, Sarah. I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here. I am beyond thrilled to be in the same space as Sarah Johnson. So thank you. Okay, you and I both know that the honor is mine, the pleasure is mine, I'm the one who's lucky here, but I am so excited because listeners are going to be so fortunate. I am certain that many of them know who you are, but they may not know the Kila that I know, and also I know that on this show we get to hear just some incredible stories, but in case listeners don't know who you are, I did read your bio, but why don't you go ahead and just give us a little bit of current context and what's going on in your world? Absolutely. Well, I am near Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and I am in a new role as the Director for Teaching and Leadership Development for J. Costas and Associates. So this role has been about eight months now, and prior to that, I was an elementary classroom teacher and instructional coach, and then a Director of Innovation. So I absolutely love working with students and teachers, but I am also very passionate about digital design and really, really fortunate that I get to feed both of those passions, working with graphic web design for J. Casas and Associates and Connect at Publishing Company, and also then still supporting teachers and students. I can't believe it's been eight months. (laughs) I know I, I say eight months and it's been an amazing eight months. And it, this was the first year that I didn't actually start in a school district. So this was a very different start of the school year for me. So, mm. um, but yeah, eight months. That is beautiful. So I asked you specifically to be this month on developer and you already kind of hit upon that. I love your title, of course, because you're in the area of development of people and professionals. And as you mentioned, 
your professional life is really about design and, and development. So I just thought you're just such a perfect person to kick off this series. I have to ask you a question though. And I honestly don't know if you and I have ever had this conversation before, but I'm so curious what got you into the field of education in the first place? Like why in the world choose, why did you choose this beautiful education profession? That's a great question. And I could give the typical answer that, you know, we hear, I've always known that I wanted to be a a teacher and I kind of always did. Well, actually I wanted to be a nurse until the first grade. And then we visited a a hospital on a field trip and I just about passed out. So I realized (laughs) that was not the field for me. (laughs) And so ever since then, I would say, I've always just really been drawn to working with children and being around them. So I, I did kind of always know this. This was my passion and this was what I wanted to do. So definitely a no brainer for me when I started college. I love that so much because knowing you personally, the way I do, you're just such a server, like you love to serve people. And so I could see where that initial piece was to just help, but yeah, was it the passed out? Was it like the idea of blood and gore puke? Like, what was it? (laughs) You know what? It was honestly, I can, and I can still see it, Sarah. I can still, I can, I remember the smells and everything. We were in this giant room and I was thinking, I got to get out of here. Yeah, it was, it was all of it. That was not the place for me, but it helped me realize that I definitely wanted to still serve in a way that I was helping people, but just in a, just in a different environment. It's really fantastic when you think about it though, because you said up until first grade and I was thinking like, that's still really early because I didn't choose education (laughs) until well, twenties, you know, definitely reticent to that. So it's really kind of cool to think that this has always been your path. Right. Yes. Up until when I was six years old. Right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's so beautiful. So you, here you are living this beautiful life, living with your passions. You did, you were just a director last year in a school setting, and now you are serving the masses really working with Jay Casas and associates in this development area. So when you say you're working in the area of design and development, can you just share with us a little bit about your role and what you do for Jay Casas and Associates? Yeah, absolutely. And that's for both Jay Casas and Associates and also Connect Ed Publishing Company. So the part that I just absolutely love the most is working with the authors with Connect Ed Publishing. You know, we have authors that have just poured so much of themselves into their book. And then when I start working with them, it's to design a cover that's really going to kind you know, that's going to capture all of that work and all of their words that's in the text. And to me, that is so exciting just to kind of bring that final piece to life for them. So lots of design with book covers and then marketing materials and the website design. So some of that behind the scenes type of thing to get everything looking in a very visually pleasing way. And it has been phenomenal. And it's, you know, some of that behind the scenes stuff, but still so much interaction with people. And I think that's the piece that I, you know, that I always will crave. And so it's such a beautiful blend of both of those. Oh my goodness. And I just love you so much and your heart and the gifts that you've been given because listeners, if you haven't checked out some of those book covers, you absolutely have to. I know the recent book that came out with Zach Bowermaster, people kept asking me, is that your doc? Because I often post a picture of oh, yes. the doc that I run to. And I was like, no, but that is an amazingly beautiful picture. Gila way to go. Oh, it could be your doc. I love that people are calling it your doc. I love those sunrise pictures as well. <laughs> it's just kind of fun though, right? Like there's that beautiful connection, but 
you have just have such a gift and, and we have to mention, of course, Jimmy has a book coming out probably like right at publication at yes, which I'm making an assumption. You designed that cover as well with recalibrate. I, I did. Yes. And again, I designed them, but it's with so much input and such a partnership with the authors again, which just really, really taking that that work and you know how much time and work and blood, sweat, tears, all of that goes into writing a book. So really just trying to create a beautiful cover with them. But yes, Jimmy's book will be out next week. Recalibrate will be out next week. That's super exciting. And I just, I'm dying to know because, okay, so you got into education and you're a classroom teacher, but you have like this tech savviness and this design element and this aesthetic gift. And so I'm just super curious about that because this is, I would assume something you wouldn't have thought you'd land into. This is something that you've developed. How did you develop your design skills to get to this point? Yeah. It's, it's so interesting that you ask that because so often, whether I'm working with teachers and we're talking about something like sketch noting, or I'm working with students and you know, everyone says, well, you have to be, you know, an artist. And I can tell you, I am, I do not put myself in that category. And if you ask me to actually draw something, uh, it would be a stick figure. And so I think it, what it really is for me is kind of digging into what does it mean to be creative? And that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you have to be able to draw or sing or do these things that sometimes relate to creativity. I kind of always thought of myself as a doodler. I would always be doing more than one thing at a time. So if I was a student myself, I was always, you know, doodling on the side of my notebook or kind of sketching something out because I feel like I always had these other ideas in my head. And so once I was in the classroom and just doing so much with technology, I finally found where I was able to kind of get all of those ideas out that maybe I couldn't draw perfectly, but I could do them in a digital space. And it, it just made sense to me. I'm a very visual learner. So I like to see things. And as I'm taking information in, I'm usually creating some kind of image. And so I feel like it just really started to develop. Once I had those tools, I found that outlet that I could really kind of get that creativity out. I love that so much. It's like you're living in the exact right time. <laughs> yes. yes, I agree. And I think for so many of our students, I feel that same exact way. And I think that's another piece that really brought out just the importance for myself was really working with students so often and trying to help them identify how do they learn best or you know, how do they want to share information? How do they want to process information? And in that, I think we often are giving advice. And then when we step back and take our own advice is is where we think, ah, and I feel like for me, that was kind of it. Like you're telling your students, they really need to tap into their own creativity and take that risk and take that chance. And so why am I not doing that? And so here I am. (laughs) I love it because you're just weaving in so many elements of yourself here too, as we kind of look at that journey into this development And I also know, you know, prior to this chapter of your life, you have in service of schools, you know, you mentioned students and you mentioned serving and helping develop teachers of all the roles that you've served in school setting. What has been your favorite? Um, My favorite in school setting is definitely my work as an instructional coach Mm. that for me was 
just a blend of I was still working with students, but I was supporting I was supporting teachers, and I love both elements. Um, you know, our youngest learners and our oldest learners. I love kind of working with both of them, and so I feel like as an instructional coach. I was able to really develop relationship with those students and teachers that I felt were meaningful and really impactful. And so in the school setting, that's, that definitely was my favorite role. I love picturing you in that role too, because I can just imagine the way that you would bring out the light in people because you've done that it just <laughs> with me. I mean, I feel that in the work that we've ever done together and watching you help people in our organization with Jay Casas and Associates and, and the people you serve in Connect Ed, just watching you help them flourish and develop their skills. I can imagine that would be such a powerful space for you. Yeah. Thank you. And again, if we're talking about bringing out positivity, Sarah, that is <laughs> one, you have one of your just most amazing strikes. So I appreciate you saying those kind things to me as well. And yeah, I think it's just always such an inspiring moment for me. I feel like when we really can help someone else see the gifts that they have that maybe they they're not aware of yet, and really, how can we do that for other people? And I think whether the we're talking about in education and students or teachers, or if it is in the design world, again, just really helping people tap into maybe just some hidden gifts that they have is always just a really inspiring moment. You are just speaking like a true developer because I'm just, as I, it's true. I, I couldn't honestly think of a, a better way to phrase what you've been saying this whole time. And when you think about the framing that I've tried to put forth with this month is that we need to develop our own skills. And then also as leaders, regardless of title, that we do that with those around us. And I really am not trying to be disingenuous in any way when I continue to compliment you, Keila, because I have seen the magic that your gifts have breathed into the space and it's just really, really powerful. And so I love that you're using your gifts in this way and in this new chapter. And I feel like as I was listening to you, I was like, okay, you know, instructional coach uh, check makes a lot of sense. You know, tech and design check makes a ton of sense. Nursing, all of these things that have been a part <laughs> of you, even in your personal journey that we might, you know, not even delve into. There's just so much to you that is really awesome. And I think it's cool to hear how that's kind of serving you right now. There's a whole other part of your life too, that we haven't touched upon. You want to talk a little bit about who you are as Keela and not just your mm. titles? Yes, absolutely. I will. Well, that's why when you said, what's your favorite role? And then you added that school setting. Right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, school setting. But of course, if I'm thinking not in that education or design realm, of course, my favorite role is my two boys that call me mom. And they are definitely part of my journey that I'm most proud of. And as a mom, seeing I have a 10 and a 15 year old and just kind of seeing them grow and develop into them who they are is just amazing. And I think the really cool part about being a mom is when they get to this age and they start to, you know, they have been listening. <laughs> Sometimes we wonder, are they listening? And I think, you know, you start to see, okay, they have been listening, but the other part that I'm starting to see now is, you know, just how much they've been watching as well. I love that they are getting to watch me in a space and in a role and in a place that I'm truly happy and fulfilled and doing what I love. Because, you know, I think 
as an educator, we pour ourselves into other other students all day. And sometimes we do come home and we might not have everything we want to still be able to give at home. And, you know, I often think like they just really have to kind of navigate, navigate that. And I think that my boys, you know, they had an opportunity to see me pursue additional certifications and, you know, different degrees and apply for new positions. And I've always been pretty, pretty open with them about like when I am going through a change or, you know, I'm going to try to this new position or I'm going to apply for this. And I like them to see that it's okay to be worried about it. It's okay to have these kind of this nervous feeling, but, you know, we always still want to go after what we want. And my hope, right, is that they are seeing that and they're seeing me live that and that they're going to start to do that, to do that themselves. I could go on and on about my boys, Sarah. So. <laughs> well, hey, don't let me stop you. But as I was listening to what you're processing there, because one thing I know is that if you don't mind me sharing, you've been on a single parent journey too, which you know, is a whole other element as you talk about lining yourself up professionally and growing yourself with this area of development, getting advanced degrees, uh, taking on more challenging roles, leadership roles, while you're going through these personal development pieces of learning that, you know, how to adjust and, and do that. Is that okay that I mentioned that? Oh, oh my gosh. Absolutely, Sarah. Absolutely. And I think that every, every person's journey and situation is, you know, comes with so many layers that we might not see. And, you know, we, we just, we don't know all the time what other people have going on or just what they're kind of up against or what they have on their plate in that moment. And so, yes, as a single mom and, you know, again, co-parent, co-parenting has gone really well, but there's still you're constantly, I think, or for me anyways, in a place of just wanting to make sure you're still bringing your best self in all of these different areas as a mom and as an educator and as a partner and, you know, all of those things. And sometimes you just get stuck in that place where you're, you're questioning. And so that's something I've had to be really, really intentional about making sure that I'm, I'm bringing myself to all of those other spaces and people, but also that I'm doing enough for myself as well. And I think that's probably been a big, big area of growth for me is making, you know, not being so tough on myself and really just giving myself some grace, the kind of grace that we give to others. And I know that that's not a unique journey, but definitely one that I have had to be really, really intentional about with myself. To be fair, it, it is a unique journey when you think about how you said you, you know, focusing on trying to be your best version and forgiving yourself and giving yourself grace. I think sometimes, you know, this is the in awe podcast where we amplify women's stories. We can kind of empathize with one another and yeah. see the challenges that I would say, whether you're co-parenting and you're living in the same house, co-parenting, living away from each other, adding other elements and dynamics. There's just so much to parenting, um, in general, that is so hard <laughs> to yeah. until you're living it. Uh, and you know, that is a unique journey because every soul has its own imprint and our kids are so different. And I know you and I, our kids are such similar in, you know, they're similar in ages. And yes. so when we've shared, it's kind of funny. And yet I think, oh man, you know, there's such a difference between them all and yet some universal yeah. concepts. And I think that just 
one of the things that I love about you is that willingness to grow and to allow them to be themselves and to let you be yourself. And I think that just even the fact that you alluded to the fact that you have to just kind of forgive yourself to like, let things, some things go, um, is powerful. And I think the listener can really benefit from that. And you know what? Oh, Sorry, no, go Sarah. ahead. Jump. Go for I was it. just gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna say you brought up something really good. Like, just such a great point that again, it, you can like. I'm still. I'm. You know, we're all works in progress. And I think you brought up a really great point where you said, "No, your journey is unique." Because I think sometimes we try to. I try to, anyways, and I know I do this right. Just you kind of brush off your own. You know, your own things. What you're. What you're carrying and saying. Oh, okay. Well, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, I'm. I'm good. I'm fine. And so even just hearing you say, well, your journey is unique is a powerful reminder, I think, to myself that um, it's okay to, you know, to have these moments of, of doubt or fear when you're, you know, not sure what you're doing. It's okay to have those moments and be open about them. But it's also okay to be proud of where we are and mm-hmm. to be proud of, you know, what we've, what we've accomplished. And I think that Sometimes that's tricky for us, right? To be able to stand back and say, okay, I've really grown or I've, I've, I've really um, given myself this opportunity to take space that I need and all of those things. We, we sometimes aren't as quick to celebrate ourselves. So I appreciate you pointing that out again, just reminding ourselves that we do each have unique journeys and it's okay for it to, to, to look unique and be different from everyone else. So thank you. Well, it's true. Cause every time you and I interact, I am absolutely blown away by you, Keila, and the, and what oh. you do, uh, for others, how you move, how you, well, the word develop, right? Like it's just really powerful. And so I don't ever want you to blow past the beauty that you really have in your spirit and in the gifts that you have. And I know you, we've talked several times about the Enneagram and people that listen to the podcast, I bring it up a lot. (laughs) And so as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, yes, that's classic. Do you want to share the number that you believe you are? Absolutely. I'm pretty confident I'm a two wing three. (laughs) Everything you said totally confirms that. Yes. Right. Cause you're so busy serving others. You so often forget, right? Yeah, I think that's been another part if I'm just thinking about myself in both educational and professional fields and personal fields, I feel like a huge part of the journey I'm on and have been on. And I'd say probably maybe just even honestly, Sarah, within the last five years, I have really realized how important the people that are around me or the people I'm surrounding myself with, how much of a role that that plays. And, you know, again, just the pressure that we put on ourselves to just kind of always be at this level, we can be so, so tough. And that I have, I am so blessed to be surrounded by so many inspirational women, just this group of people that are so special, and that, you know, no matter what challenges are going on, they're there to support you. And, being able to be open with with these women and being able to share, you know, professionally and personally, just how we're feeling about whether it's motherhood or just having to balance motherhood and working and all of those things. I think the people around me have really, I have just grown so much because I've allowed that to kind of happen, if that makes sense. I've been more willing to open up about that. And I can't say enough about the people we surround ourselves with and how, how that really plays such an impactful part. 
It's so cool that you said that because I know that you have specific people in mind when you're talking about that. I think about (laughs) how that ties to Brene Brown's work with your inner circle. And I also think about this idea of developing. I think that we often have lids put on us. If, if we tie ourselves too tightly to the people that just really aren't meant to be the ones in Mm -hmm. our circle. And one of the things that I find deeply inspiring about your revelation, and you say it's been the last five years, I only know an inch deep, right. Of that. Yeah. Um, And I just feel like that revelation for you here is really inspiring for the rest of us to really think about. And I will also tell you that as I was thinking about preparing for this interview, just the joy I felt thinking about the same thing that, that who I want to be spending my time with, who I want to influence me who I want to spend time with. And I just really think that it's critical. What you just said is that we can choose that. I think the other thing we have to remind ourselves is that it's okay that it, in different seasons of our lives, sometimes people who are really needing to be parts in certain areas, you know, as we're moving and we're growing, we find that maybe those people are not meant to, to be in this next stage or in the next chapter with us. And I think that, you know, allowing ourselves to be open and to really just kind of embrace where we are. And it's just, it, it, it's, it can change and that's okay. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's, that's critical for us to remind ourselves. I'm just beaming over here. Cause that's absolutely so true. And, you know, you being one who's highly connected, just putting it in the professional realm, like you get to such a wide network And I know you probably feel the same way. I, for me, when I first started out being connected, I knew that there were very specific people that I needed in my life to get me to a certain turning point crossroads. And those people are still there. They're just not maybe even as prominent as now, maybe the most recent two years or whatever that happens to be. I just think if we're willing to grow and develop, it means that we allow ourselves to surround ourselves with people that will bring us to that next level, whatever that looks like for us, right? Like this podcast, I needed people (laughs) to help me develop my skills in podcasting, you know, and so shout out to Joshua Stamper and Jeff Gargas and all those wonderful people that got me there where even as I think about other realms of my professional life leadership and all of that. You're such a huge part of obviously the work with coaching and, and speaking and all of this, that it's just, it's really beautiful when you sit and think about the power in what you said. I love, I can hear in your voice. Like I can hear your smile coming through when you say the names of those people. And I, I love (laughs) that you did that because it is, it's so it's, it makes you feel so good. And again, just to being able to kind of to say those names out loud, right? Like, cause I can think of the people in my head, like, Oh, I want to say, you know, Shannon and Autumn and Roni and Erica and Morgan and Jess, right. All of those people that are just there for you. And again, to celebrate you, to push you to, to challenge you, you know, it's, they are, those are the people that really, I feel like bring that energy to get you to where you are and to be able to really make the impact that you can. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. This whole conversation has led, because I was thinking, okay, our own development, the way we develop others, and then our ability to be developed, right? And this, this yeah. whole nuance that I hadn't even thought of and that you just brought out, and it just makes me so joyful. <laughs> well, and I, cause I think it goes hand in hand, yeah. you know, and I, I think 
if we are if we are allowing others to help us to grow and to develop, then we become more open to that. And then we want to kind of do the same, right? We want, you know, want to then to someone else say like, okay, how can, how can I give you that feeling that someone else has just given me? And I think that being, being developed and being a developer kind of do go hand in hand and we have to, you know, really be open for both. I agree. And honestly, um, I do want to just give a shout out to Jimmy. Obviously you and I both love him in different ways for different (laughs) reasons. Um, And I just think about when Jimmy entered my life, it was such a, it was just an interesting time because he knew I met him the very day I met him. I told him that I was going to be leaving my principal position and very few people even knew that at the time. And never would I have thought that here I would be um, tied to his work so closely as I am now. And uh, I just think it's amazing because it's a testament to what you just said. I have been so developed by just in proximity to him working alongside him. And also with his very intentional ways of helping me grow has been just so powerful. So I wanted to mention that because I'm so grateful for that. And that's how you and I got connected um, was through Jimmy. Yeah. And I, Jimmy, when, um, Jimmy definitely said, you are going to absolutely love Sarah Johnson. <laughs> and I said, okay. Right. You know, cause I, I mean, Jimmy surrounds himself with amazing, excellent people. And so I figured, yes, of course. But then I remember after we met, I said, oh my gosh, I really love Sarah Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because again, it's just that I feel like you know, you can just sense with someone when they are bringing just positivity. And that's always an immediate uh, a feeling I have when we're in the same space. And so thank you for that. And yes, I'm happy that through Jimmy, we've got to that we have got to meet and he is, he's a perfect example of how surrounding yourself with people that are just really there for you and in your corner all the time, what that can do and how much impact that has. So Mm, yeah. And that, and I think too, there's that reciprocal piece again, right? He's just mm-hmm. so fantastic yeah. like that, helping to develop others and then allowing himself to grow. And, and truly I would say this to him too, and he knows it, that just seeing your influence now that you've been able to focus much of your energies in these spaces and the power that it has had has just been so beautiful to watch. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, it takes an entire team, but I feel like when you get a team, it, in place where everybody really is able to use the gifts that they have. It is, it's again, it doesn't matter what area of your, of your life you're talking about, but when you give everybody that opportunity to really just share their passions and, you know, give what they really have and just, I don't know, really tap into that. When you have that kind of team in place, uh, it's incredible. Yes, it is. The energy is is irreplaceable (laughs) and it's joyful. And I would say listeners too, you know, we've kind of alluded to this, that Keela is uh, obviously instrumental in Jay Casas and Associates and Connected Publishing. And if you're curious, I will link those websites in the show notes. I've mentioned several times that I do leadership coaching and speaking for, I'm an associate for Jay Casas and Associates, but it's so cool to see the the books that are coming out from Connected Publishing. And there's just a lot that's happening uh, to elevate our profession and to grow and amplify voices. And so for sure, want to get you connected to those two elements. And obviously you're such a huge part of that, Keela. It's just beautiful. 
Yes, the authors are absolutely phenomenal. And as I said before, they like, what is exciting is just seeing the, that work come to life. Every single book, and I, I, I've read them all so many times, and it's just, you walk away with, you can just walk away with something else that you, is so practical that you can, I, I feel like, take and just implement right away. And so I feel like, again, while I am, designing and doing some things in that creative aspect for authors they are in turn giving me so much just through their words so it is it is truly truly inspiring yay it's awesome and thank you so much for your work in that I know I'm certain that your building has missed you but the world now gets you and it's just awesome (laughs) beautiful thank you Sarah Okay. So I, you know, I could talk to you forever and I get to often, which is exciting for me, but the (laughs) listeners are probably ready for those two questions that I ask at the end of every interview. Are you? Yes, absolutely. All right. So if you could write a letter to yourself at any age or stage, what would you say? Yeah, I feel like the letter I would write myself could go any, any age. Maybe I might even write it for myself for, you know, the me right now, but really is kind of stop worrying. You're stronger. You're much stronger than you know, or that you might think, and you're going to face challenges, but through those challenges, you're going to learn and grow and stretch to really be in the situation. And you're going to come out. Okay. You know, and just, you're really, you are stronger than, you know, Yes, you are. And I love how you said it could be me now, right? Because we just- Yeah, that's right. I I might give myself that letter because sometimes we need that, right? (laughs) You got to pull that out and reread it every now and then, right? For me, it's like uh, in the months of October through March, I better be rereading something. (laughs) I know, exactly. Put that up on the bulletin board or on your your screensaver, right? We need to just constantly have that message reminding us. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, how about this one? If listeners find themselves in a pit of fear or doubt, what could you say to help them rise up out of it? Yeah, uh, lean on the people around you. You don't have to do everything on your own as we sometimes we think we do or we put our pre- we put so much pressure on ourselves to do that, but really lean on those people that are around you that are are there for you to give you strength when you need it, to challenge you when you need it, to to celebrate you, but just don't be afraid to just really really tap into those individuals because they want to help too. You're not, you know, you're not a burden. So reach out, use the everyone's gifts that are around you because truly we really all are so much better when we come together. You really are a beautiful, special spirit. And I know that listeners needed to hear that. And all I could think was you are such a classic and beautiful too. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so perfect. Oh my goodness. So no question. I know my listeners gained so much from this episode. I have learned more about you and I know that you have a mission in this message. And I'm so grateful that you would spend time with me, Keela, and sharing it. I'm curious, could Uh, you let the listeners know how they could interact with you after this episode? Yes, absolutely. Um, So uh, Twitter or Instagram, it's at Keela Dunkerley. Love to connect on social media. I love, love, love meeting new people and just seeing what everyone is up to. And my email is Keela at Jay Coffiff and Associates. And so I would love again, just an opportunity to continue conversations with any, um, anyone and everyone. That's awesome. I will be sure to link all of that. And I just thank you one more time. You have just breathed some life back into me after a long week of back to school and I'm excited. Yes. 
to yes. share this episode and also to just continue to think about how I can continue as I listen to pull the points that you've talked about in this episode. And I know the listeners are feeling the exact same way. So thank you so much. Sarah, thank you. Anytime. I love this. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. I continue to be completely awe-inspired by every single guest on this podcast, and I am so grateful every time you choose to share, rate, review an episode. It matters so greatly to the mission and the message of our guests, and I appreciate every time you help one another rise by lifting up the message. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you being a part of this awe-inspiring community. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network, Better Today, Better Tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.